stop being so 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 vicious. Mm-hmm. You know, let's be more of a, a conscious capitalist. Yeah. Let's have that idea. Like you can make a lot of money. Yes, I know we're in a country that's based on a uh, 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 capitalism, capitalism, right? But you mm-hmm. can help out a lot. Like yeah. open up your heart and and really help out. You yeah. you still blow up. You'll still grow into like a huge company. Yeah. But as you as you're rising, share the wealth. Yeah. Share the wealth. Nation. This is Carla with my host. Sal, what's up, everybody? Uh, I'm super excited about today's uh, interview because, first of all, we're in a roastery. Uh, I love roastery, so. This yeah. is your element. You <laughs> I know, know right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm excited about our guests and just to sit here and talk about pretty much everything. So, yeah. everything coffee related. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to let him introduce himself and tell you a little bit about himself and we'll go from there. So. Yeah, right on. My name is Ernesto Altamirano. I'm the owner of uh, La Dalia Coffee. We're located here in, you know, Los Angeles, California. Mm-hmm. My uh, my background is a uh, farming background. My um, parents um, started farming in 1987 in Nicaragua, so that's, wow. a, that's a while back. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. My Well, according to my dad's story, my... Um, my mom was pregnant with me actually at the time. Uh-huh. She was oh, five, yeah. six months pregnant. Uh-huh. So literally, like wow. officially, I was there when yeah. they were going to take out the farm. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Inside her womb, you know. Yeah. So um, yeah, and um, it's a long story. Um, my dad was actually, it's actually Argentinian, so I'm half Argentinian, half Nicaraguan. Okay. When my mom was in her early twenties, there was a war in Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. The Sandinistas, you know, were in power. And uh, my grandma, my mom's mom, was a very uh, up-and-coming, wealthy lady, if you will. Mm-hmm. And she w- wanted her kids to be safe. So she sent you know, all of her kids to uh, Argentina to, uh, to study. Because yeah. Argentina has one of the best uh, universities in, in, the, in the world, really. Nice. And it's free for, yeah. to students. A lot of people take advantage of that. Wow. So, can mama, we go there? Yeah, you can. You guys should. Go to Cordoba. That's where my dad's okay, from. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, my mom decides to, to go and um, she wanted to become a doctor. Mm-hmm. So, she studied medicine okay. and met my dad mm-hmm. in school. And oh, cool. they fell in love, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, they fell in love and they got married over there. My mom lived in Argentina for like seven years. Wow. Didn't quite get her degree, but got married to my dad. So okay. I guess, okay. <laughs> I guess she's winning her life. <laughs> <laughs> you win some, you lose some. <laughs> right. So my dad just gets his idea that he wants to, you know, he wants to go to Nicaragua mm-hmm. and then and then check it out and start a life. Mm-hmm. So and it was it, it, actually I give my dad a lot of credit for doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, him, you know, one he was from Argentina, not from Nicaragua, yeah. and there was a war still happening in Nicaragua. Wow. Because when they moved, this was in 1983. So when, when my dad last in Nicaragua, my dad's like shocked of what's going on in the country. Yeah. But yeah. nevertheless, he just keeps going. He starts to learn the system and learn, you know, the people from Nicaragua and mm-hmm. starts to do a, a couple of businesses here and there. Mm-hmm. And then there's that opportunity of, of buying the farm. Yeah. So he hears about this place and my dad decides to go check it out with my mom. Mm-hmm. At the time, he used to take five hours to go from the city, from Matagalpa, 
Matagalpa is the city where, where I was where I was born. Okay. And it would take my dad five hours to get to the farm. Wow. The roads weren't even paved. Uh, he had an old, uh, like a 1978 Toyota Land Cruiser pickup. Wow. Oh, oh, this thing was crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, can tell you so I mean I'm already having a picture of what that looks like. Yeah. <laughs> he went, that truck was so old. Like yeah. one time the, the wheel fell out. Oh, no. <laughs> On the way to the farm. My dad's like, wait, what's that? That's my tire. It's <laughs> like rolling right next to him. <laughs> Seriously. Like with that, gosh, it was such uh, a, such a, such a journey. Yeah. Oh, wow. And um, so not only the drive, mm -hmm. but there wasn't an actual like trail to get to that, to the final farm. Mm -hmm. So my dad would have to drive four by four like go crazy through some real bad roads and then get to the last farm uh that's our our neighbor right now mm -hmm. and then he would have to walk for a good hour wow. to get to the actual farm that he was interested wow. in buying wow. so my my mom was like you got to be out of your freaking mind like this, this is like are you crazy five <laughs> like, hours yeah, to get I to am. a spot it's not even a road you know yeah. and hardly any coffee they were selling it as a coffee farm but he yeah. had like a few little trees here and there. Yeah. Not like a full-blown farm. No infrastructure. Yeah. All they had was a little tiny kitchen where the uh, workers would get together and, and mm -hmm. eat. Mm -hmm. And my dad's like, I see the vision here. I have a vision. I, mm -hmm. I, I see what, what can be done with this with this land. Right. So my mom was like the sweetest person and, and extremely supportive of my mm -hmm. dad's ideas. Yeah. So like they say, right, behind a great man, there's a great woman. Yeah. Right. And that's yeah. so true. So yeah. true with my parents. So mm -hmm. my mom's like, all right, if this is what you want to do, okay, I'll back you up. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. So they purchased the farm in 1987. My dad knew nothing about coffee back then. Mm -hmm. Nothing, nothing. Mm -hmm. He just started learning, you know? And uh, it took years for my dad to develop that farm. I mean, <clears throat> I remember when when he um, was building the Beneficio. The Beneficio mm -hmm. is the, the mill, the wash, mm -hmm. the wet mill okay. uh, at the farm. That's where we process the coffee. Okay. Because there weren't any roads yet, my dad would build the construction material and then take them to the, the, that one farm right before our farm. And then would have our mules carry the construction material on the, on the mules to the farm. Wow. Like the roof, Jeez. sheets, concrete, yeah. everything. Like it was, it was crazy. Everything would that take so crazy. like <laughs> 10 times more because there wasn't a way to get to the farm yeah. with, the, with the car. Yeah. You know? So uh, just my dad though, like little by little, he just kept building and building the farm. Mm -hmm. And he made it into a very successful farm. It took him years. Built the Beneficio, mm -hmm. built a campamento for the workers to, to sleep, uh, yeah. uh, and uh, grew a lot of coffee in the farm. Yeah. And um, as we were talking right now in previous conversation, uh, the, the coffee was really doing extremely well. Okay. Mm -hmm. But what really hurt us, what really messed us up, was the fact that in the year of 2000, Brazil just produced a, an enormous amount of yeah. coffee. So then my dad had a lot of good coffee, but it wasn't worth anything. Mm -hmm. It went from, like I said, $200 a bag down to like $40 a bag. Yeah. So we were like destroyed. Jeez. And the banks didn't care. Like the banks are like, yeah. well, you owe us money. And mm -hmm. it's not our fault that the coffee is not worth anything right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you just got to pay us back or we're going to take the farm away. Yeah. So like my, my parents just kept... Working the farm, working the farm. The next year was the same thing. Low prices. And the next year was the same thing. So my parents are like, crap. They're going to come and take everything away from us, mm -hmm. including the house. Yeah. So wow. my, my mom and my brother decided to move to the U.S. Then he, my brother stayed. My mom went back. And then I didn't see any opportunities for me in Nicaragua. I was like, our farm is like our everything. 
and we're gonna get that taken away. Yeah. Uh, things are like shaky here. I told my mom, send me to the states. Mm-hmm. My mom's like, well, who's gonna support you over there? You're only 14. I can't. I can't. You know. Uh, yeah. I can't race you over there. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna have to work. And yeah. I said, I don't care, mom. I don't care. I'll do whatever. Yeah. Just get me out of here. Yeah. So for a for a year, I just like I continuously begged my mom. Mm-hmm. I was like, come on, mom. You know, mm-hmm. like I was just like every day in her mind, like, yeah. please get me out of here. Get me out of here. They sold the truck. I think they sold it for like three thousand mm. dollars. This Ifa, it's called an Ifa truck. Okay. These Ifa trucks um, ended up in Nicaragua because of the war. They were actually built in Eastern Germany before the Berlin Wall was taken down. Okay. There was okay. you know wow. Western Germany and yeah. Eastern Germany. Yeah. Yeah. So this was an Eastern uh, German truck yeah. that was used for the war. And after the war stopped, they just stayed in Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I remember they sold the truck for like three thousand bucks. Which made enough money to buy my tickets, my flight tickets, to and come to come on over here. Yeah, yeah. So um, I landed here. I didn't know English. Mm-hmm. I didn't know uh, people. I didn't know how you know people talked here. Mm-hmm. I um, didn't have any documents. I was I didn't have papers. I came in with the visa, but the visa yeah. ended up expiring mm-hmm. six months later. So uh, even my Spanish <clears throat> was not the same as the Spanish it's in LA. Dialogue. Yeah. So. My first job, I remember I used to clean tables for a, uh, an Italian restaurant uh, at the time. It's no longer there. Uh, it was named Luigi's Restaurant in okay. uh, Redondo Beach, okay. right there on Rosecrans and the 405 Freeway. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. there's there's like uh, behind a jack-in-the-box. Um, so uh, I started cleaning tables, and then I was like stuck. Like I couldn't communicate my Spanish with the spanish from here yeah so because they would talk to me so fast and i was like oh crap like what are they saying <laughs> slow it down buddy yeah. i don't get it what are you talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. and then and then like the customer would ask me things in english and i wouldn't know what the heck that was mm-hmm. so um th- do you want more coffee yeah like do you oh, oh yeah Sal, you didn't get the, you didn't didn't get get the memo, memo. Like, get the memo. <laughs> she's like come on hook me up it's just right there. Yeah, yeah just grab the thermos and open it up and <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to be discreet about I it. I know. I was like, I was looking at that. I'm, I'm like, like, oh, we get water because I want some more coffee. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see a thermos at all, so I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, why don't you hook me up too a little bit of there? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I'd have customers. There would be customers coming to the restaurant, right, asking for all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I remember one clearly. They wanted half and half, mm-hmm. and in my in my life. I had never knew what that was. Like, in Nicaragua, there's no half and half. What the heck, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they're like, oh, we want a half and half. Mm-hmm. So I, I rushed to the kitchen to the to the cooks. I'm like, dude, they're asking for a half and half. He's like, look, dude, come on. Dad, like, stop being an idiot. It's like, it's, it's a little thing like <laughs> it's this. It's a little container. Right? I was like, oh, my God. So like little things like that, you know? So I started learning English little by little. Um, I went to high school to mm-hmm. Hawthorne, okay. and that's where I learned my English. Okay, you know, I was actually a good student. Like yeah. I had a, at one point I had a four point two GPA. Nice. Wow, and I didn't want to go to college, but I didn't have parents to support me. Yeah, I needed money, so just like little by little, I started getting myself up, getting myself up. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to believe it or not, I used to sleep in a shed, in a metal shed. Wow, in my tia's houses, in, mm-hmm. in between the two houses, they had a duplex in Lawndale. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was tired of living in the living room. Uh, of It's like I couldn't never sleep. Mm-hmm. I would be the last one to go to sleep until everybody went to sleep. Then I would sleep. And I told my brother, I'm like, dude, let's save some money and let's build a shed. Yeah. A and your shed. brother lived in your Tia's house My Hostel? older brother, yeah. Okay. Exactly. In Lawndale. Okay. On Prairie and 163rd. Okay. Yeah, okay. by the Alondra Golf Course. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I know exactly where that's Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there. 
And man, that sheet that that sh- uh, it was made out of sh- like sheet metal. Yeah. So in the summer, it was like a freaking boiling. Oven, man. Oh my god! <laughs> I have to sleep by nine o'clock when the sun had set. Yeah. It's crazy. And then the winter mm-hmm. would have like three little area heaters like blowing with like three co- like tres cobijas, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so we can like you know yeah. put up with the cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I lived there for one year, and then um, I had then met my my now uh, plumbing mentor. He already hired me, and I was already doing plumbing with him. Okay. And he was managing a building in Inglewood, okay. right on Inglewood Avenue, and uh, uh, by Arbovita, like in between Arbovita and and uh, Florence. Okay. Over there, okay. By, close yeah. to like Inglewood High. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, "Dude, there's an opportunity for an apartment. If you want to jump on it." Yeah. And I say, "Well, how much is the rent?" At the time, it was nine hundred bucks. Uh, a, a month. Man, that sounds nice. Heck yeah. <laughs> now, nice right? nowadays. Like, shit, <laughs> is from, that still possible? <laughs> for a one bedroom. And yeah, like huge one bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I told my brother, bro, like, let's go. Like, yeah. you know, we, we're here, but like, not like my tia's not good people, but yeah. they have their life going, you yeah, know? And like, we yeah. have to do our own thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's do it. So we're going to go halves with yeah. my with my brother, 450, 450. I was making some good money in plumbing. Um, so we jumped on it. So mm-hmm. at 16, I had my own apartment. Wow. That's so, cool, though. Yeah. So yeah. I would go to high school through the through the week. And on the weekends, I would hustle and, like, yeah. work hard with my with my mentor. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. anything he wanted me to do, I would, I was, I would be like, let's do it. Let's mm-hmm. just, whatever you want me to do. So that was that. That was plumbing. Then when I graduated from high school, I said, okay, well, what am I going to do? I, 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 don't, I don't see myself going to, to college. I don't have... I don't have the funds. I don't have the money. So I got into plumbing. Yeah. I, I studied plumbing. I went to a trade school called Harbor Oak okay. in San Pedro. Okay. And uh, I learned the trade. I learned the code. Got my journeyman license. Mm-hmm. And then worked for a few companies. And and then I saw, and I thought to myself, like, plumbing is a good trade. You know, you can make good money with this. Oh, yeah. So um, at the age of 22, I started my own plumbing business. Wow. So that's been now in February. I'll 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 have like ten years running my plumbing business. Wow. That's cool. So then I, I I saw the opportunity. I just kept building my business. Kept building my business. Mm-hmm. At the time, all this was happening. So let me let me kind of backtrack yeah. you guys to Nicaragua and the farm and everything. Mm-hmm. Right? For sure. So my my mom finds out that the way that the banks took the farm, the way that they, they, they went and took the farm away from us was not the, the, the legal way of doing things. Like they broke the law. So oh. she ends up finding out there's a farmer and it's a trip. Like I, I believe in the universe and everything. Like we're all connected yeah. to, a, to a certain extent. Yeah. Definitely agree. Yeah. She finds this guy. Check this out. His name was identical to my dad. Okay. My dad's name is Aroldo Jose Altamirano. Okay. Right. My oh. dad, mind you, my dad's not from Nicaragua. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. She finds this guy <laughs> on the newspaper that's suing the same bank that took the farm from us by the same name as my dad, Aroldo Jose Altamirano. Okay. In another department in Hinotega, which is known to have good coffees in Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. So my mom becomes friends with this guy, and they they both get together and they start uh, helping each other out, wow. and they file this lawsuit against mm-hmm. the bank. Now, Nicaragua, if here you think it's crazy to fight a bank, put yourself now in Nicaragua where there's a lot of corruption yeah. and mm-hmm. the banks can manipulate the law. Yeah. The banks can, you know, yeah. tweak things around, buy a judge and have them favor them, you know, because yeah. that's just how it is over yeah. there. You know, if yeah. you got money, you get stuff done, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, it took 10 long years and my mom, we ended up recovering the farm. Oh, wow. 
after 10 long ten years, years, 10 years, wow. my mom would catch like those chicken bus that you see on the, on yeah. the, on the, on the, on the TV mm-hmm. because she didn't have money to, to, to drive a truck. We didn't have a truck. Mm-hmm. It was all taken away yeah. to Managua and then fight the bank, you know? So after 10 long years, we recovered the farm. The tragedy about all this is that we lost my mom. And that's something that like, I'll yeah. never, I'll yeah. never get through it. Like it's yeah. still so deep in my heart. Like yeah. I still miss her. It's been, she passed away in 2009. Okay. So it's been 11 years. Yeah. Okay. The year later, mm-hmm. we get the farm back in 2010. Wow. So she didn't, she didn't even get to see her, the, the fruit of her hard labor. Right. Of wow. everything she put into it. Wow. So then I got so upset at life and I got upset at coffee. I said, yeah. shit, like because yeah. of coffee, I lost my mother. Yeah. We lost mom because she fell into a big depression. Okay. She was demoralized. Mm-hmm. Her family, you know, just, just collapsed. Yeah. You know, everybody well, had to come here and work. The family was like all over the place. Just all over the place. So um, I said, well, you know what? This might be my calling right here. Yeah. This might be it. You know, coffee might be the thing for me to help those that go through the same struggles that my family went through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So five years ago in 2016, I started La Dalia Coffee. Mm-hmm. I started researching the industry. I, I started flying to different parts of the U.S., mm-hmm. to different coffee shows yeah. to really understand what this industry is about. Mm-hmm. Um, little by little, I started importing coffee. I started with like four bags of coffee. Okay. I paid, I kid you not, I paid $2 per pound of coffee to be put in a plane and shipped here. Wow. It's so freaking expensive. Like two, I was paying more Dang. for the shipping than I was paying my dad for the coffee at that time. Yeah. But I did all of that to be where I'm at right now. Yeah. I really wanted to understand the industry and understand yeah. the market. Mm-hmm. So little by little, I started bringing more coffee and more coffee and more coffee. Mm-hmm. Now, this in, in July, we had this container. Mm-hmm. Look, we have 30,000 pounds of coffee, which is freaking mind-blowing yeah. for me. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah. And and now, you know, we, we got into <laughs> roasting because, you know, I, I ended up finding out in the industry that um, some people don't really quite reward the farmer as they say they do. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what, let me just get everybody out the middle. Yeah. So now we are so unique because we we grow the coffee we sell. Yeah. We have a now the, our consumers have a direct source to the farmer. Mm-hmm. So we do it all mm-hmm. from from growing the coffee from exporting the coffee, importing the coffee, warehousing the coffee, roast it, we bag it, we label it, we ship it. You know, it's like we cover every aspect of the chain from from A through Z. Yeah. And I think we're such we're such a unique company that I can just see like our potential is gonna it's huge. Yeah. And yeah. we are about to like rip this thing. Like yeah. it's 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 about to go yeah. down. You yeah. are in such a unique place in the <laughs> coffee industry. That is crazy. Well, I really liked what you said earlier before we were starting to record it. You said you're you're in a place to disrupt the industry. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I really like that, that yeah. play, you know, because yeah. it's, it's true. It's like putting your foot in the door, especially like I think in, I, I mean, I only speak for like this country because I grew up here and yeah. raised here. But it's like seeing how the coffee industry has developed over the years. And mm. I mean, I've been in the industry for eight years just as like a barista um cafe manager uh learning how to roast here and there never really roasted like anything big but that's about it i mean i've been to origin multiple times with like my family in guatemala but it's like so seeing how like the industry has developed it's you know yeah it's 
crazy to like disrupt that. You know, it's crazy yeah. to disrupt. How do you disrupt Starbucks? How do you disrupt coffee bean? Yeah. You, you know, how do you disrupt Brazil? Like you were saying, right? You know, this I, commodity. Yeah. yeah, I get goosebumps just by talking about it because I can see the vision. <laughs> yeah, and I can yeah. see where we're going. That's good. That's like you good. touch a really good point. Mm-hmm. Like I think Latinos, like myself and all of us here, you know, we we come to this country or we we live in this country, and um, sometimes we don't get that recognition that we deserve. Mm-hmm. We are we get like a taint. You know, like we get this sort of stain, like we're not as yeah. good as the other people. And I want to, uh, at least for my for my books, put the best of Nicaragua and Latin America like on the table mm-hmm. and connect yeah. the consumers. So look, this is what we do for you guys. Yeah. yeah. For the consumer in the U.S., for, mm-hmm. for all the Americans. Say, look, we, we, we work so hard to put this coffee in your cup, you know, and like that's what Latinos represent, hardworking people. Yeah. Right. When you go out to the construction industries... Uh, I mean, to, like the construction homes when they're building new homes. Who do you see out there busting their butt? Exactly. You see a Latinos. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, but then you hear in the news, oh, Latinos this, Latinos like, like, no, dude, yeah. like, shut your mouth, drive around. Yeah. Who's doing the hard work? Exactly. Who's, you know, who's who's cutting the grass? You know, who's doing mm-hmm. the hard uh, framing jobs of these yeah. big and you who know, made your food? Right. Who, who made your food? Exactly. exactly. All right. of that. All you know, that. like mm-hmm. I want. I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. I'm all about like helping Latinos, Latin America. I want to start with Nicaragua. That's my of course, that's your home root. country. Yes. There you go. But yeah. then once I blow that out of the water, I want yeah. to start helping out other other countries too and yeah. bring coffees from like all over the world. Yeah. 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 And I mean, you're in. I you're in definitely on the right path. I like mm. following you guys and and I say you guys like. It started with Danny, right? From yeah. Celito Cafe and like oh, that's I so remember true, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember going to a cupping and that's where I met um from Kenny? Kenny, Kenny. and uh, and JJ. And JJ. Yeah. Kenny and JJ and then I'm like we connected with Kenny and I'm like, Hey, yeah. let's have you on like on the podcast and then like months later we met with like another friend and she referred us to JJ and then we had JJ and I'm like and then we also had like Poderosa podcast. It's like uh-huh. like you were saying yeah. earlier, you know, I feel like everybody's kind of like connected. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, it's insane. It's insane to me. Like, I'm like, all right, let's get Dalia, you know, like Dalia's coffee and see what the, like I've heard podcasts, Poderosa's uh, podcast with you. Yeah. And it's insane to hear the story that you've like had to like get to where you're at. Yeah. You know, and it's, you have the greatest example, your mother and your father, where it's like, yeah, they had no, nothing stopped them. Right. Not even like, there was no road on the on the freaking mountain or yeah. like path to their farm where it's like that didn't stop them. We, we like, should yeah we should definitely uh, uh, pray that we we grow together yeah. and that in a couple of years from now we can do a podcast at the farm. Yeah oh yeah. You see that is you know a what I mean? Goal of mine. <laughs> yeah and then you guys yeah. will I'm, I'm gonna drive you myself mm-hmm. through those treacherous roads yes. and you're gonna go like how in the hell did you guys grow coffee in here mm-hmm. it's so hard to get to yeah. like it's Man. an odyssey just to get there yeah that would be that would be freaking yeah. awesome yeah and being, yeah and being able to see that like yeah i mean i can only imagine and the the origin farms that i've gone to in guatemala like we've gone to somewhere man like I was on no road at a certain it's point. like unreachable yeah i was yeah. on no road at a certain right point. Mm-hmm. but it's also like it's devastating to see that such like a beautiful area in Guatemala that we went to. Yeah. Most like I would probably say thirty to forty percent of that community that had farms all around there, thirty to forty percent of the people that lived there already moved out because yeah. the coffee doesn't provide them. Oh, totally. You know, and they just yeah. I I need to leave. And they and go they to leave, the city. Yeah, and they leave their property there, and it's yeah. like, what? 
Like to me, it was just like that's crazy. That's that's oh, insane. Yeah. You know? It's the same thing in Nicaragua. Yeah, you see the cities getting more saturated with people, and mm-hmm. there's more poverty. Mm-hmm. And, and I think every time I go to Nicaragua, because I'm not a city person, I'm a country boy. I yeah. love the farm. I love the mud. I love being dirty. Mm-hmm. So um, when I fly in, I go straight to the farm. Okay. And and then but I go through the cities and I go like these people, our people, they don't know that like, we have gold here. You know, we have a gold mine. Yeah, yeah. like so true. our our soils are so fertile. Like there's you could literally drop a bean in the ground and it'll sprout. It's that freaking <laughs> good. Awesome. You know, like yeah. we need to just we just need to connect the dots. Yeah. You know, if you can if you can give them the tools and empower them mm-hmm. and educate them. How to grow better coffee? How to be, how to grow better beans? Mm-hmm. And if you reward them with a good price, you have like a perfect economy. Yeah. Because now they go, well, great. I'm gonna work my butt off, but I'm gonna get compensated. Exactly. Yeah. And I have a, a, a enough of an income uh, that I can raise my family. Yeah. Now I can put my kids for school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and now you know I can have a better life and better resources. Yeah. Speaking of school, my my sister, which has a, a tremendous heart, uh, built a school in her mm-hmm. farm and schools 25 kids. Twenty five wow. kids at before like we we had a uh, a fourteen year old that mm-hmm. couldn't even write his own name on a piece of paper. Dang. Wow. To that extent, wow. why? Because yeah. the nearest school was an hour away. Yeah, and I see that you know? always. Like I see that being an issue a lot in in these like farms and these like villages. And I mean, you're up there. You know, yeah. you're up like so high in elevation, and mm-hmm. it's like these kids are. Like they're isolated. They're isolated. They're and, so isolated. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's definitely like, and it's beautiful to see like, at, at least the projects that we've done, you know, where we've been able to raise funds and take supplies to these kids. It's like, I mean, it's beautiful to see them like smile over an empty notebook as simple yeah. as that. And I'm as like, simple as that. And and yeah. to me, it's mind blowing that like how you were saying earlier that a lot of these either coffee shop owners or like. The ones that are in the front of like the line in the in the industry here at coffee shops play as the heroes. Yeah. When it's like, I think you're missing everybody behind you. you know? Yeah. Like, exactly. Like I I've used this example where yeah. it's like when we started trying to raise funds for our last project, I think I confronted um a coffee shop owner mm. and, and I'm like we're gonna try to raise funds for like kids and like the school. Try to get like school supplies. Yeah. And, yeah, and like the words precisely that they had said to me was. That's not connected to the coffee industry, and to me, I'm like that's such an ignorance response. And I'm like, excuse me, like I was such like, an okay. ignorant response, right. yeah. like okay, like okay. Now your heart sinks a little bit because I'm like, what are yeah. you talking it's about? It's a little dark, you know, yeah. to say something like that. Yeah, because it's yeah. like, I'm like, I don't, I don't yeah. know what that like. That's yeah. So I'm like, you know what? All right, we'll do it. We'll do it on our own. Like, yeah. I don't need, I don't need somebody from this country to tell me that I can't. I can't do it. Yeah. Right. Know, it's like I'm. A, my parents came here. You know. Oh, totally. Like. Look, making it yeah, work, you know, totally with like nothing. our parents, like yeah. yourself, you know, you making it work with nothing and your parents and it's like, all right, no, let's yeah. do it. So yeah. it's like having that connection and really like being like just genuine about that. And it's like, all right, let's get it done, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we did it. We, we got it done. It. We did it without yeah. any, like without a business owner's help. It's no. like, you know what? Our Latin roots helped us. Like our Latin people, our Latin community, like. Man, we saw the support. Awesome. We saw the support. We really awesome. did, though. Yeah, yeah. We, we just asking people, and we just told them, like, hey, it's what we want to do. And they were all for it. 
And I feel like hearing that from that business owner really made it like... It was a challenge. I didn't was, take it as a negative, honestly. No, no, no. I saw yeah. it as like, wow, we really need to like tell people about what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, it, totally. Yeah. Like I was telling you in, in our conversation, right? Like there's that people that they portray themselves as the heroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's 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 what I want to do. I want to disrupt the industry and, and give the truth to the consumers yeah. so they'll know the difference mm-hmm. between a legitimate company that's doing the right thing mm-hmm. versus someone that just wanted to make a profit and make money yeah. off of the coffee industry. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's our job. I think that's like yeah. one of the many, obviously, but it's mm-hmm. definitely like at the end of the day, that's how we're going to disrupt it. Yeah. Wow, really Sorry. <laughs> hey, it's a real it's a real deal, right? Like yeah. our phones are going right, off. Right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's definitely like um, uh, I definitely was able to see yeah. the support from our Latin our Latin people. Yeah, hell yeah. And I think that's the, like such a beautiful thing. Yeah. Because over here in my head, I'm like, okay, well, you got con el güero, you know, que me, like to give me money to mm-hmm. like support me because he has money, he has a coffee yeah. shop, and in my head, it's like when he gave me that answer, it's like. All right, challenge accepted. Uh-huh. We're gonna make this yeah, happen totally. without you. Turn turn that yeah. no into fuel. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, exactly. We're gonna do it. So. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I had the same. I had the same encounters yeah. with some in people like that. Yeah. And if you check them out online or their social media, they have pictures of them going down to Origin, taking a picture with the farmers. Yeah. But again, you know, it comes when it comes down to the pay, like that's when you know the the real people. That's when you know the true colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you really are a man or a woman of your word, then when it comes down to uh, respect and reward those farmers reaching your pockets and pay up yeah you know an extra buck to a farmer means a lot yeah. that can make or break a farmer mm-hmm. a buck less from these roasters they're still gonna profit yeah you, you you break down the price of a cup of coffee and you see that the farmer only gets like a like a like a quarter is what they get off that cup of coffee yeah how much is that roaster or that or that coffee shop making off of mm-hmm. that cup of coffee mm-hmm. for them to help out more it's not drastic. No. It's not going to kill their business. That's mm-hmm. what I don't understand. Yeah. Let's stop being so 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 vicious. Mm-hmm. You know, let's be more of a, a conscious capitalist. Yeah. Let's have that idea. Like you can make a lot of money. Yes, I know we're in a country that's based on a uh, uh, on capitalism. Capitalism. Right? But you mm-hmm. can help out a lot. Like yeah. open up your heart and and really help out. You yeah. you still blow up. You'll still grow into like a huge company. Yeah. But as you're as you're rising, share the wealth. Yeah. Share the wealth. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like my mom would say. My mom would always be like, "Que Dios se lo pague. Dios se lo va a dar. Te lo va a duplicar." Sí, sí. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, and it's true. You know, like God is, or the universe, whatever you want to believe in. You know, yeah. it's it definitely like, yeah. Like, hey, <clears throat> like, mom, I'm gonna pay your bill. You know, for example, it's like later down the road, like money comes and goes, and it's totally. definitely like if you're doing things so genuinely, if you're doing yeah. things, especially with like a passion and a drive, yeah. like yourself, like it's all going to play out. Totally. It's all going to play out. Like you were, exa- like your example of your roastery, like it's all going to play out. Like yeah. and it's playing out. It is. And it's, and I think that's such a beautiful model yeah. to really just follow through, especially you cutting those middlemen. Yeah. And like being the example of like, look, not only do I roast this coffee, but I also like distribute it. I also mm. like, it's from my farm and yeah. This is it, you know, like this yeah. is some genuine like product. Totally. It's not like something that I just went and picked up at in Brazil randomly, like right. from a big distributor. So it's it's definitely like there's so much more like heaviness behind it. Like more feeling behind mm-hmm. it for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um going back to the school that your sister built. Yeah. How was how was that process? How did that go down for you guys? She um she has a heart of my mom. My mom mm-hmm. was like that good hearted person. 
Okay. And uh, she has this family that, that helps her a lot with the farm. And they have two kids. Okay. And they weren't getting the education. So my sister saw that as a problem. And she came up with the solution of building there a school. She knows people over there. So um, they helped her out. She put the school together in her farm. And uh, with, this, with the help of, I think the government is paying the teacher to go and teach the kids. Mm-hmm. But then she supplies the kids with, you know, with, with the school supplies. Okay. And that's something that she does either out of her pocket or mm-hmm. she has for donations. And mm-hmm. people like from here or her customers, mm-hmm. they help out and they send money over there too. Oh, wow. And she's been doing that for like almost a year now. That's awesome. And like you said, the smiles of those kids, it's like, yeah. that touches your heart. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like she's, she's amazing what she's done over there. Yeah. Now, what I want to do is I need to make enough money, first of all, to pay my debt. Mm-hmm. And second of all, I want to buy the farm for my dad. Okay. And once I do that, I want to build a health clinic. Okay. Yeah, there's already like an, an abandoned house that I want to reconstruct and rebuild mm-hmm. and, and start a health clinic. Oh, wow. By doing so, then, you know, help yeah. out the community over there. Yeah. You know, I have access to, you know, sh- vaccination, shots, and just medical, me- medical, medical stuff. Medical stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I think that's such a good vision. Yeah. yeah. So your dad is still over there right. managing the, the farm itself. Right. Okay. Yeah, but my dad's like wanting to retire okay. already because he's worked so many years. Yeah. So I'm just waiting for that right moment. I just yeah. got to make a bit of money yeah. and then buy it by the farm. And that would be great. That would mm-hmm. be awesome. That would give me full control of the farm mm-hmm. and start all these uh, innovative ideas that I have, yeah. you know, I want to transform the farm into more of a diverse farm, mm-hmm. more sustainable, you know, welcome people like you guys to say, yeah. Hey guys, you guys want to plan a trip? Yeah. Let's get five, 10 people. Boom. Let's go yeah. to the farm. We'll be out there a few days. I'll give you guys a tour of Nicaragua yeah. and come back Yeah. and, you know, and, yeah. and show what we do over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are doing that right now. Like I've, at least in, in the people that I've met, like in Guatemala, that they're doing that where it's like they own their farm, you know, they're just, moving it a little bit more into the city, like their roastery into the city. Then they're building their coffee shop in the city, but they still have their farm. And it's like, pretty awesome. and they're, they hold tours. They hold like when we were able to go, um, yeah, we were able to just kind of like stay at their farm for like a couple days and just really enjoy like the process of everything. And they, they had me brewing coffee and like as, awesome. as a barista and the farmer, the, Heck yeah. and it's a all woman driven um, That's awesome. farm. And so it's That's like fantastic. all these like women behind me, they're like, <laughs> oh, like I'm doing an AeroPress. That's I'm like, so cool. Oh. It just, yeah. it was so awesome. That's awesome. Because I'm over here brewing their coffee Yeah. and yeah. they're tasting it. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like life. Don't yeah. <laughs> this, all, And so seeing that, those like, moments you know, yeah. Awesome. And I, and I really believe that doing what we do here in the coffee industry. I don't know about you, but sometimes like I don't do what I do for like money. I do oh, yeah. what I do to like for passion, really yeah, for, for heart. passion, yeah. for heart and really to just highlight what my parents have brought, yeah. you know, or our ancestors, Absolutely. you know, cuz well, it's like there's yeah. so much behind it. Yeah, you know? totally. For the last 5 years, I really haven't made money in this business. Mm-hmm. I've I've broken even. Yeah. And whatever whatever money I'm left with, I I invested again. Mm-hmm. For 5 years I've been paying my dad like top dollar. Mm-hmm. And now I, I really I can't say I've made a profit. Yeah, you know. But again, yeah. it's, it's it's my passion. It's my love. I love doing stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. just allows me to go to Nikar. I won't have fun. You kidding me? Like, yeah, I love it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I love it. That's, exactly. That's where it's at for me. You yeah. Know? When was the last time you went to Nicaragua? I went uh, last year in August. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I took my my uh, my daughter, and uh, we've 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 filmed some um, some some videos for this company uh-huh. that was gonna buy the coffee from us right okay and i again i put money uh, of, out of my pocket mm-hmm. they said hey <clears throat> this is what we want you to say this is a script blah 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 mm-hmm. i go and do all that for them 
-hmm. like you know uh, uh like doing uh, like going above and beyond for them of course then i get here my coffee arrives i'm like guys the coffee's here you guys are you guys ready to buy oh just send some samples over then we'll talk are you freaking kidding me After all that you know i yeah. pay my flight tickets i pay i rented a truck over there yeah i paid i got to fly a drone all that cost me money yeah then i come here and these guys are kind of like giving me the middle finger like come on at that no. point i was like forget it i'm buying my own roaster <laughs> i'm going all in yeah and forget it you know yeah, yeah. That's so crazy. <clears throat> that, that's not cool. Man. That's not cool. Really not that's cool. not cool. That I'm is telling. not cool. That is oh, not cool. I would be definitely butthurt about that. Yeah. God. I feel like people don't understand the quality. They really don't. And yeah. I think based on what you were saying earlier, like if we really like uh, teach the consumer about the quality of coffee from like origin to now, yeah. like to be at the barista's hand, give, ready to give it to you. I feel like it would expand like a lot of people's perception of like the coffee industry yeah. because that's what definitely happened to me. Like yeah. I totally agree with you because I didn't understand like the the whole thing about the coffee industry. I didn't understand any of it because I just wasn't connected to it. I was like, cool, right. Starbucks, whatever. Right. Get yeah, because it's like it's it's something I don't know if you're not really into it. I get it. You know, yeah. you're not gonna know much about. You're not gonna know any better than to just go to Starbucks, get in the drive through line and get a cup of coffee. Like, I get it, mm -hmm. you know, or my mom making me a cup of coffee from Folgers Coffee. Mm -hmm. I get it, you know, like, she didn't grow up in, like, what is coffee? Right. Like, yesterday, um, my uncle and I, we went to, um, I think it's, like, Espresso Depot Machines or whatever. It's, like, mm -hmm. a it's a shop in L.A. Because okay. I'm hoping to, like, buy my own espresso machine and, like, my own equipment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And... He had never seen an espresso machine. Like, as simple as that. Yeah. Like, you're going... He goes to Starbucks. He goes to donut shops. He goes to, like, little shops here and there when he's going on the yeah. work. <clears throat> but he never really saw what an espresso machine and mm -hmm. The prices behind it. The quality behind it. The, the numbers, like, that... Just the work that it takes. And he's like, what is this? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this is an espresso machine. This is a grinder. This sure, is, yeah. like... And so, yeah, it's, like, teaching... The consumer, yeah. which is like my uncle, right? It's right. like he's really good into business. He's really like into handwork, like really just like Yeah, he likes know. to be very hands on with yeah. like whatever he's doing. Yeah. And so having to teach him like this is what espresso is, is like developing him to like mm -hmm. maybe we can do something about this. Let's it, make it work, yeah, you know? It's like, like as soon as you hit that <laughs> spark, it's like floodgates open. Now you wanna know everything about what's going on. Exactly. Exactly. There's yeah yeah i i think you've touched a really good point there mm -hmm. not not only here's a here's the thing though it's not only teaching the consumer but also teaching the farmer yeah because yeah. like you said when you went to guatemala i guarantee you the the women that were around you when you were making that cup of coffee mm -hmm. did not have a clue that their own coffee tasted that great yeah yeah it's it's such a crazy thing it's an irony Right, mm -hmm. my dad never knew how well his coffee would taste, mm -hmm. and in these last five years of me experimenting and trying things out, uh, one of those things was taking the a sample of coffee, bringing it here. By that by that time, I already had met Danny, and mm -hmm. Danny just did his magic on my coffee, and mm -hmm. I was like, whoa! I was like blown away. I was yeah. like, there's no way our coffee can taste this great. Like I knew it <laughs> tasted great before, right? But then I, you know, I started learning about roasting and how important this element is of yeah. of the whole package. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, because if you roast it right, then you're beautifying that coffee. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You 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 know you're extracting the, all of it. You know its great characteristics that it that it carries. Right. Yeah. So then I took the roasted coffee that Danny had roasted for me, and then and then flew back to Nicaragua mm -hmm. and had a cupping with my dad. And my dad was like, 
wow, like there's, That's I had crazy. no clue our coffee was this great. <laughs> yeah. Then I went to this like, coffee snob, yeah. right? That said, <laughs> <clears throat> oh yeah, your guys' coffee is crap, right? Uh, like, are you yeah. serious? Based on the varietal. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, no, I have Caturra, I have Bourbon, I have Tipica, yeah. all these exotic coffees, right? Mm -hmm. And ours is Catimor. Okay. And my dad grows nothing but Catimor mm -hmm. because it's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's not, it fights the leaf rust okay. so well. Like you don't have to put anything else, but just grow that varietal. Mm -hmm. the, the leaf rust is La Roya and it's a pest that kills your, your trees. Like yeah. it's, it devastates okay. the tree. Okay. So my dad ends up finding this varietal that does really well and he yields a lot of coffee. Right, mm -hmm. so my dad, as a farmer, he's thinking, "Great, I have a plant that's strong. Mm -hmm. It's not going to die over the yeah. disease, and it's going to yield a lot of coffee." Right. Well, but in the coffee, in the specialty coffee industry, Gatimor is categorized as not such a great coffee, mm -hmm. right? So then I, I was, uh, so I went back mm -hmm. uh, with is that. It like the low hanging fruit. No, it's it's a great, it's really great coffee. Right. I, I think for years they were just telling that to the farmers so they yeah. can pay them less. In yeah. my opinion. Yeah, I think that's what I found. Out. I mean, that makes it's sense. It's like different you know? type of apples. Think <clears throat> about right. it. Like right. you have like, it's like a, what is it? Lady Ga Gala apples. Or yeah, whatever. Uh -huh. it's a pink like, lady or something. Yeah, so it's like <clears throat> right. Okay, am I really gonna pay like a dollar more for this apple when this apple just tastes just as great? Right. Yeah. Like it's just you know preference at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And I always but even like, like but yeah. even like preference at that point it's just it's I think all these like varietals bring such a great like totally characteristic to mm -hmm. every oh, hey, cup. Every, yeah. Absolutely every cup. Yeah. So then I, I arranged a cupping session with that coffee snob. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I told him that the coffee I was bringing back was some coffee from Ethiopia. That was uh -huh. so like out of the, out of the, out of, out of the world. Yeah. Like off the top. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, wow, this coffee is the best. It's so great. Blah, blah, blah. So he's like talking all these great things about our coffee. He didn't know it was our coffee. <laughs> I'm like, guess what? That's our coffee from the farm. He's like, no way. This, there's no way this is your coffee. I'm like, yeah. yeah. It's about how you, it's, it's all about how you roast the coffee. Yeah. yeah. You know, like yeah. it, it, it adds such a, an extremely important phase of, of, of yeah. the coffee yeah. and that the farmers don't know about. This guy, all he knew was farm coffee. Yeah. He didn't know how to roast coffee. Mm -hmm. Right, so all these things that I learned in the last five years—that mm -hmm. is—that yeah. is crazy. So yeah, Doing a little research on him. Totally, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. flipped yeah. it on him. Yeah, well, it's like, yeah, right? it's, it was a good moment. Yeah, it was a, <laughs> but yeah, see, seeing yeah. that, I mean, it's it's a beautful thing. Yeah. I think like being able to, yeah, see, so take the product back, and it's like, yeah. this is you, this is all you. Totally. Yeah. Like I just yeah. touched a little knob here and there, and maybe like focused on the craft a little bit but yeah this is your product absolutely yeah. you know like this is you and Hell and yeah. yeah i think that's such a beautiful thing like overall yeah. of the process because it, it it starts from like i mean the farmers are producing a quality product and now you're just adding another like qual like quality you, to you it. want to it enhance that to the enhancing it, it. it. there yeah. Yeah. that's the word yeah, yeah just yeah. enhancing that exactly yeah and that's that's really what it's about you know like as a barista that's that's what I focus on, you know. It's like okay, this is coffee roasted from Danny, let's say, right? Mm. It's like okay, let me brew it to the best that I can, you know. Right. Perfect my recipe as a brewer, totally, or either on espresso or a pour over, whatever right. it is. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. You know, because I could simply just ruin it. Yeah. And and then you'll blame the coffee or the roaster. Yeah. When it's, it's really the barista who screwed up. At exactly. The end, at exactly. The end of the day. You know, like it's so delicate. Coffee's right. such a delicate. Yeah. You know. Really little is. embryo because yeah. they're like 
living little embryos in there. Those are all seeds in there. Yeah. It's crazy how coffee bean yeah. works. And it's so, like even as simple as storing it, right? Like yeah. having mm. to like have the perfect temperature. Look at this. Like all my walls are insulated. I know. Yeah. I was I, noticing I that spent earlier. A grip of money yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, it's got insulation. It's got like an aluminum foil that's also, um, mm -hmm. you know, it acts as a, a an insulator as well. Mm -hmm. I have a fan right there that draws the AC from yeah. my office and it blows it in here. Mm -hmm. I have that thing set up at 78 degrees. So when it gets hotter than 78 degrees, it'll kick in. Yeah. Like you have to baby the coffee. Yeah. It's yeah. so delicate. Yeah. 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 Just like one little like. Yeah, something like, turned on because I can hear it. Oh, it's my helper. Yeah. Oh, it's he's, on the outside. He's working yeah. on the grinder next door. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, okay. next I have a shop. All of a sudden, I just hear room. Yeah. That's <laughs> the grinder. Like, Whoa. He's sharpening something. That's okay. cool. <laughs> yeah. Renaissance yeah. man over here. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, women coffee farmers. That's mm -hmm. my next my next project. That's I, awesome. I found two. One in Esteli and one in Jinotega in okay. Nicaragua. Okay. So um, hopefully I can again roast this coffee yeah. and this harvest. I'll mm -hmm. start the relationship with them. Yeah, because I think Which, women women are, are have it harder than men as farmers. Mm -hmm. Even harder than men. It's already hard for the men yeah. in Nicaragua. Yeah. And there's women that have you know a lot of farms mm -hmm. that I want to start like helping out. Yeah. And then, look, I did something as simple. Check this out. This is this is insane. I did something as simple as educating my dad on how to implement a natural process at the farm. Mm -hmm. And our coffee gained three points in the wow. score. We took it from an 85 point washed to an 88. Wow. And all that took was my dad picking the right red cherries off the tree and transporting the coffee with the fruit itself to the mm -hmm. dry mill. It involves okay. a little bit of extra work. Yeah. And I can pay now my dad an extra, you know, yeah. 30, 40, 50 cents per pound, yeah. which is huge in Nicaragua. Yeah. So you just start like spread, you know, sharing, sharing the knowledge over there. And you tell these farmers, hey, look, tweak this here a little bit here and there. It's not going to cost you much more. But here, I'm going to pay you this extra. Yeah. They, they better the coffee. And it helps me because now I have a greater coffee. It was already awesome. Now it's like super awesome. Mm -hmm. And then it's a happy, it's a happy chain. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. You know? It's like being resourceful, being resourceful right. instead yeah. of adding to the, the, the scarcity or the just the limitations satur the saturation mm -hmm. like as simple as here right like anybody anybody but can, i don't want to say anybody but almost anybody can open a shop and just kind of roll with it you right but it's yeah. like can just anybody maintain it now that's a question where it's that's like true. you know and really just being resourceful of it you know where why am i going to build a shop next to like three other coffee shops I know. Like how is that really gonna help our yeah our issue in the coffee <clears throat> prices? Right. You know, it's it's not. Yeah. It's not so being resourceful in like how you yourself are, you know, where I'm like, hey, um, Ernest, I wanna learn how to roast. You know, I know you have like visions for you know, your roastery warehouse. Like doing a coalition like that where it's like, I don't think I should go buy a roaster that's gonna cost me thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah. And let me just actually pay this person to like yeah. roast at their warehouse absolutely you know That's and the being resourceful goal. being yeah, resourceful exactly yeah adding into it and building into the, the industry. industry then like mm -hmm. you know taking from it and not adding anything into it right yeah right 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 yeah yeah i'm sure i have more questions hey you know, know what i'm we, like blanking we're, we're, we're <laughs> <right now>. yeah. <laughs> yeah i can talk coffee all day i know <laughs> <laughs> i can talk coffee all oh, day oh, i love man. it um yeah but we were talking about earlier yeah on because i i'm like i was telling you like i'm writing a paper about um just like the success rate on coffee shops and how that really 
or fail rate, you know, how that really affects the chain, the supply chain. <clears throat> and I really liked what you were sharing on what our problem is in the coffee industry. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Uh, the problem, I think, the main problem is the consumer not being uh, educated enough mm -hmm. to know the difference between, like, what I would like to call, like, your fourth wave coffee mm -hmm. versus, like, your third wave and second wave coffee. Mm -hmm. If if they can understand the difference between those, then I think they'll be uh, willing to pay the premium on that cup of coffee, okay. right? I think, and, and then you add transparency to that, mm -hmm. right? Because there's a lot of, um, there's, a, there's a fog in this industry, mm -hmm. right? But if you can break that down and then see through that fog and say, okay, well, this, this business is a legitimate business. Mm -hmm. They're not only saying that they're helping, but they're really helping. Look. They are, they started a school somewhere, mm -hmm. you know, they are paying the farmers more and, and, and then showcase that yeah. and then like really be truthful and, and transparent. Mm -hmm. And I think the, you know, the consumers take on that approach. Yeah. I think that'll be huge for our industry. Yeah. For yeah, sure. absolutely. I think that's yeah. one of the biggest, I think that's one of the biggest problems yeah. right there. Separating, you know, um, from, from the mainstream, separating from the commodity. Let's not talk about coffee like if it's a commodity, like if it's like something right. so so vague and, and, and plain and without any flavor. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not just we're not just selling coffee here. We're sell, we're we're sharing a story. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it's our it's our roots. It's right. culture. It's love. It's passion. It's unity. Yeah. If 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 we can teach the consumers on on those uh, elements, mm -hmm. I think uh, yeah, I mean yeah. I think the coffee industry will yeah. reap the benefit. Definitely. Yeah. I think sometimes it's it's hard to see that where it's like mm -hmm. like it's hard to see that that's possible, but it's like then you look at these other industries like like the the beer industry, right? Like back in the day in like what like the nineties, like my mom used to drink and Budweiser, like yeah. Coors Light, Modelo, like mm -hmm. all these like mainstream ones. But now it's like I don't know if it's because I like I've hung out with you, you know, Sal, where it's like you teach me about these like craft beers. And you go to restaurants and they have craft beers or they have locally owned craft beers. Yeah. And it's like, so it's like, I think that gives me a little hope that it's like, okay, you know, the coffee industry, it's moving, but it's, it, and you're probably not seeing it mm. quite yet, but you're seeing it through these little businesses or these yeah. like entrepreneurs like yourself, like, like Danny, like JJ, you know, and Kenny, like you see it where it's like, okay, it's actually like a thing. And, and then being able to connect those dots where I'm like, okay, it's, it's happening, you know, we're. It's moving a little slow, maybe, or maybe not like at the pace that I like would imagine it going like happening overnight, obviously, but yeah. it's not going to happen overnight. It's just really just being consistent, yeah. being consistent and have that perseverance. Yeah. Perseverance. Yeah. I think it's like, totally. yeah, but, um, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it'll be crazy to see from like years from now where. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause if you follow, if you follow the, the industry, the, co the specialty coffee, it's growing, not at a rapid rate. Yeah. But percentage-wise, mm -hmm. every year, like, 2 or 3%, there's, like, growth. There's growth. It's a slow burn yeah. going to, like, what the next stage of, like, the industry will be. Mm -hmm. Right. And I agree with you. That's a good example of, like, the what the craft beer industry has become. Yeah. You know, because it all started with, like, all these festivals or these conferences. Mm -hmm. and yeah. And talking about, like, right. it's informing the customer, like, yo, this is a different type of beer. Yeah. This is a different product. This has more quality. This is... You can see exactly where the chain comes from, right? Yeah. You know, and I feel like that is 
most likely what is going to happen to the coffee industry. Yeah. Because it can't just be seen as a convenience anymore. Right. Yeah. You know, it can't be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go to the liquor store and get like a pack of Modelo. Right. It's like you can't. It's not like oh, I'm gonna go to Starbucks. I'm just gonna get like a, a cold brew. Yeah. You know, you have to really understand what are you investing your money in. Right. Whether if it's like, all right, it's a cup of coffee. Yeah. We all know in this room, it's a lot more than that. Mm -hmm. And I agree with you, what you were saying. The biggest problem, at least right now, what we see is that a lot of our consumers are not informed. Yeah. And then that affects the supply chain in so many ways. Like, aside from affecting the prices of for farmers. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. As a barista, it affects the way I'm getting paid. Totally. The benefits I'm getting, the tips I'm getting, the right. the education I'm getting, mm-hmm. right. you know, to that extent where it's like, all right, this is how you brew coffee. Just go quick, quick, quick. Boom, boom, boom. And it's like, like um, okay, I, I need to make, I mean, I need to make a living. California isn't cheap. You, know? yeah. <laughs> you can't find one bedroom apartments for $900. Heck no. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like... 17 years ago. Yeah. Shoot. You know? So yeah. it affects totally. all that supply chain. And, and then, yeah, like, why would you want to make, a, 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 you know, a multi-million dollar company more money? Like, they're, yeah. they're, they're already doing awesome, you know? Yeah. Like, why don't yeah. you help out a, a local brewer that's yeah. going to need the help the most? Yeah. You know? Who, you, who do you rather help? Mm-hmm. Someone that's already a giant or someone that's locally, you know, operated and mm-hmm. they, it's probably a family-run company, mm-hmm. and they need, you know, they need the support. They need the help. Yeah. Especially you know? if you really like the product, like you have to really understand, like, yeah, this is good stuff. Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter how big the company is. Yeah. Right. But then you run into that issue though, like these coffee shop owners that will be locally owned and really have the great intention to like help their supply chain. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's as a barista, like I can't make a sustainable living off that though. Like as much as like I want to support you know, a locally owned coffee shop and be a barista for that or be a roaster or whatever, like, title you're in that position, Mm -hmm. like, is it going to, as me as an individual, is it going to supply a sustainable living, you Mm -hmm. know? And we look at a lot of these, like, a few months ago, actually, I think it was a few months ago, at the beginning of this year, there was a lot of, like, um, spreadsheets being, like, released from, like, minimum wages and, like, wages in general in the coffee industry in the Bay Area in seattle in philadelphia from these baristas and you we looked at it actually mm-hmm. we looked at one of the examples was blue bottle blue bottle is well known right it's like right. it's like a pretty like well-known brand it's imprinted and you know their coffee i don't i mean i don't really prefer it as much as like my locally owned like coffee shop right. but i would prefer it, yeah. i would prefer it over like a starbucks right? right and you look at the wages that these not only baristas, but supervisors and mm-hmm. cafe managers or trainers. Or trainers. Like they're barely getting like fifteen dollars an hour. And it's like yeah. fifteen dollars an hour. I mean, a dollar's a dollar, I get it. But it's like some of these people to maintain a lifestyle in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. which is like not cheap. Yeah. You a know, dollar fi- makes a big difference. Like fifteen dollars an hour in the Bay Area, you're gonna be needing another job on top of that. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then guaranteed. that's that's ruining the like we were even read an article talking about like how that affects a barista psychologically because it's affecting the way they're like, okay, I'm really passionate about coffee. I want to learn how to roast, but I also have to work my second job. Yeah. And I don't, you know, and I also want to go to school and I also want to raise my family. It's like, what do you do? You know? So it's like, Mm -hmm. how do you balance those pieces to still wanting to support, you know, a locally owned coffee shop? 
Right, and that disrupts like the whole the whole process of getting your coffee. Yeah. Because like no one wants to buy coffee from someone that's like upset. not feeling it that day or yeah. upset. Or mad because yeah. they know that they're getting minimum wage. Yeah, exactly. But I mean like someone like Blue Bottle, they mm-hmm. they have the ability to yeah. pay these people better. Yeah. Right? Better wages. Mm-hmm. You know? So again, sprinkle that wealth throughout the chain. Like yeah. okay, fine, we take care of the farmer. But mm-hmm. what about paying the baristas a better wage? Yeah. Why not? If yeah. you're making tons of money, making millions of, of exactly. dollars, yeah. what's holding you back from helping your baristas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If anything, just going to make your, your coffee taste even better. Because yeah. like you inject that love into each cup. Yeah. And people mm-hmm. can feel it. Mm-hmm. Because the barista is like the face of the coffee at that point. Yeah. They didn't know. The consumer doesn't get to know the ro- meet the roaster or meet the farmer. Mm-hmm. They don't get to see any of that. It's, it's the barista's job. To explain that yeah. to the whoever's buying into that cup of coffee for mm-hmm. five, seven, eight bucks, yeah, you know, it becomes very personal. There's that personal connection with the barista, mm-hmm. right? And like you said, mm-hmm. like you said, Sal, if if the barista is upset or mad, they just be like, "Boom, here's your coffee, and I'm out." Yeah, yeah. There's 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 not a a happy ending to yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like remembering and going back to what you had said earlier. I think it's remembering that putting that extra dollar, even though like. You yeah. might be tight in a sense, like putting that extra dollar is going to go a long way, um, whether it's on the farmer side to the barista side. And knowing, like I said, right, like my mom would say, like, Dios te va a recompensar, sí. or, you mm-hmm. know, like, sí, it's sí. going to come back to you. And mm-hmm. I, I've seen that, at least here in Long Beach area, where it's like a lot of these coffee shop owners, you know, they take it where it's like, I can't pay my barista a minimum, not, sometimes not even a minimum wage because they have below 25 employees. So they mm-hmm. have that flexibility to be like, all right, I don't actually have to pay you minimum wage. I have to, I'm going to pay you $11, $12 an hour in California. Like, barely yeah. probably fills up my gas tank, you know, like yeah. things yeah. like that. And it's like, so it's just knowing how to balance those things out and really right. know, like knowing how to pick the good cherries out of it, out mm-hmm. of the batch where it's like, okay, this coffee shop owner is obviously just focused on itself, yeah. on themselves sustaining afloat. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't do that. Like, I'm going to try to be resourceful to them. Yeah. But if they choose not to use me as a resource to them, then I might as well just skedaddle and go somewhere else, right, you know, yeah. and like right, right, right. either build my own brand or yeah. go with another coffee shop owner that Danny, Danny's a great example, you know, yeah. like, I mean, at least what I know of him and what I've seen of him, like, he's always looking out for his community. Oh, totally. He's oh, always yeah. looking out for oh, his, yeah. his, oh, yeah. his people like that are yeah. behind Danny, him, Danny in came, front of him. Yeah, Danny came here last week and mm-hmm. he was uh, teaching me how to you know, implement his, his recipe on this new machine that I just yeah. bought. Yeah. And that's fantastic. Yeah. Like, and cuánto le costó. You know what I right, mean? Like, right. Oh, yeah. Like, he, just, he probably, he probably you know, missed out on, on some coffee deliveries. Exactly. Or, or you know, pouring some shots at El Cielito yeah. that I was going to make some money. Yeah. But then on the other end, like, I hook him up with coffee, too. Yeah. Right? There's that relationship. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He brings me value. I bring him value right back. Yeah. It has to be reciprocal. And having that. I think you know? having that is where that key is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like, I don't, I, I get it. I mean, I've never been a coffee shop owner, but it's like, I can only imagine these coffee shop owners, like, I got to make ends meet. I got to, yeah. especially during the times we're living, you know, totally. COVID, like, things changed immediately in the right. blink of our, like, of an mm-hmm. eye to all of us. Right. And so... They're wanting to make it afloat, and I get it. But it's like, yeah, like that's a great example, you know. Danny, cuánto le costó? 
Yeah, like you said, you know, a cup of coffee that he could have been pouring at his coffee shop. Right. But he said, I'm going to invest in this because he has some great things happening. Yeah. And later down the road, whether I get paid back for it or not, it's just nice seeing that fruit. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, like me brewing a cup of coffee for these women farmers, like I didn't get paid for that. Right. But it was, I got paid with the, like, the expression that they gave me, the, exactly. the reaction, you know. And then hopefully, right, they learned from it and they brew their own coffee at home now. Right. You know, it's like right, right, right. knowing that is like, it benefits the supply chain. Yeah. Yeah. There's right. my answer to my paper. There you <laughs> go. That's the answer. <laughs> just replay this whole episode. I know. Like, I know. Professor, <laughs> can I just done. turn this in? <laughs> 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 um, well, that's what, that's what I feel like separates you and Danny yeah. and like other people that are like you guys that have that kind of mindset. Where like you have the interest of people in mind, always. Like mm-hmm. you want to better their lives with the coffee. You want to better the lives of the farmer. As long as you have people in the center of that, I feel like you can't go wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. You really can't because at the end of the day, if you're trying to help out people, yeah, you will get shit done. Yeah. yeah. It will be done correctly and with the thought of doing it uh, to better not only your industry, but like the people around you, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like that's why there's never enough to, good things to say about Danny and like now meeting you and I'm like, I'm so glad I met you because seriously, opened my <laughs> eyes to like what could be possible. And I'm like, I know that if there's more people like you, this will benefit the coffee industry yeah. forever. Yeah. Yeah. I think in general. That's, yeah. I yeah. Think that's like a perfect example, you know, where totally. um, I see a lot of these coffee shops where it's like, let me invest in this aesthetically pleasing sofa. As right. as I, I don't know. That's just an example. Right? Sure, but right. it's like, yeah, okay, you could have also invested that dollar into your farmer. You yeah. could have invested that dollar into your barista. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? Like I get it. You're wanting to make it aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. But what was wrong with that other chair? Right, like, you know, yeah. Yeah. like it's good, like yeah. exactly. you know, like yeah. just looking at it like that in that perspective, yeah. it's moving your pieces around where it's gonna yeah. benefit all of it. Where, right. where is it really making an impact? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's most like, impact. is that chair really gonna make the impact, or is your barista being happy living right. a sustainable lifestyle gonna make an impact? All right. of a sudden, every chair is comfortable. In that coffee shop. <laughs> I oh, know, right? Sh- right? Yeah, like yeah. it can be a. A box with a cushion on yeah, top of it. Yeah, exactly. The barista can be the most friendliest person ever, and yeah, it, you didn't even notice you were sitting on a box. Right. Like you know, it's, it, yeah, it's where are you putting it? Where are you putting your pennies? And it goes a long way for sure. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. Great um, conversation. This is I fun. I know, right? Heck yeah, this is fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm so just fun. thinking, what's next? I yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, then that's what we, we always leave these yeah. like interviews like. Yeah. At least me personally, I, I don't want to talk for speak uh, for no, Sal. I agree with you. Like, I, agree I with leave you. and I'm like, so should I open a roastery? Should Holy I open shoot. a shop? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> that's uh, funny. Like, <laughs> I mean, then I leave the whole interview scattered brain debating what am i doing wrong mm-hmm. or what am i doing right yeah well <laughs> at least you leave pumped you know oh like, yeah I'm pumped right Definitely. now just talking about it i you know, know. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna leave and you're gonna be roasting all of this <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I feel like leaving these conversations you have the best ideas all of a sudden yeah yeah i think it reignites it reignites yeah, what sure. your, your, your purposes yeah you know be, what, whatever it is you know mm-hmm. i mean you're a sound engineer i'm a coffee like enthusiast in a yeah. sense and it's it reignites in different ways mm-hmm. where it's like you're gonna go home and you're gonna be like all right let me edit this and re-listen to everything that nice. ernesto said and like wow you know drives you like crazy right. like that's 
inspires you for sure. Right, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like I want to make sure like this sounds like the best way it can, so like, yeah. it doesn't distract you from like the knowledge and like the quality of like info that is mm-hmm. being given into these conversations. Yeah, for I sure. I want to make sure there's no distractions. Yeah, as much as we can, because obviously we don't have money. Yeah, we want to like do this thing like as resourceful as we can. Yeah, yeah, because that's what that's what what we're here for. You we're know? working we're, it out with right. what we have right yeah, now, right? Exactly. With you guys' talent, you guys' time, you mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you guys' skills. I feel that's so valuable. Like, yeah. really taking the time. Like, I don't really value money as much as I used to. Exactly. I mean, yeah. we didn't start this yeah. for money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we started this because we were curious, and we're literally like, the I only wanna... thing that we bought here was like that mic. Everything yeah. else was given to us by the community. And and that's beautiful. That's beautiful how that works. That's legit. You know, because that's it's like legit. you yeah. see the support of who really wants to invest in yeah. what you're doing. And yeah. I mean, I'm sure you've seen that, you know, where yeah. like your plumbing mentor, like as simple as that, he invested time in you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a trait that yeah. you are not letting go anytime soon. And Heck it's no. built. It's built this. this. If yeah. I have this, it's because of what I did in plumbing for many years. Yeah. And uh, luckily for me, the pandemic affected me to a certain extent, mm-hmm. but like I didn't have to shut down. Yeah, you know, yeah. I still had work. I, I was, yeah. you know, I'm in the essential business. Yeah. So knowing mm-hmm. that trade and knowing that craft, that's another craft. Yeah. Like you'll never be hungry. Yeah. You'll always have food on the table. Exactly. It's fantastic. Yeah. Which People. I think is something very valuable. To Absolutely. Carry. Like if you have a trade, man, pursue that. Oh yeah. yeah. Pursue oh it. heck yeah! Like, if you have a trade, and look, that's I mean I don't want to get sidetracked because we're talking coffee, <laughs> but. In America, we we are we're brought up with this idea that you must go to college or you mm-hmm. must have a degree mm-hmm. to be successful. Right. That's not true. It's yeah. not. Because not everybody's is cut the same way. Exactly. Not everybody, you know, has those skills or mm-hmm. even likes school. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. A lot of people are good like your uncle. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people are good with their hands and they're yeah. happy working with their hands. Oh, yeah. So yeah. why not have more um, courses? More, more help, exactly. more resources to, to get people to join a trader after high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, why not teach plumbing, electrical, uh, mechanic, diesel mechanic, mm-hmm. uh, air conditioning? Mm-hmm. Those trades, yeah. shoot, in like two years, you could be making 60, 70,000 bucks. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Like have that. almost no debt. And, like, almost and no, no school, school debt. debt. <laughs> exactly. No student loan debt. You know how much I paid to go to Harbor Oak? I think I paid like 350 bucks for the whole year. Oh, man. That's including great. my plumber's book, which and I now, still have, my yeah. code book. And you now know? it's just like, it's your investment. It's oh, yeah. Your, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You've seen the, you're seeing the roots right here and there. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. In every aspect of it. Yeah. And a lot of people can have fun doing what they love. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then some parents think, oh, my kids um, didn't graduate with honors. Mm-hmm. That means they're dumb. Or they're not as good as my other kid or mm-hmm. my friend's kid that it was an A plus student. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that guy or that person, that boy or girl, was meant to go to, to school or yeah. pursue a career. Yeah. Doesn't make the other person less of, of a person. Yeah. No, it just means that they're 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 they were made they're they're wired differently. Right. Yeah. You know. It's like there's definitely wrong ways to approach like how you want to uh, approach your career or whatever, but there's no like right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like there's that freedom that like yeah we have in this country yeah. exactly, which is a beautiful thing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like in this country you have so many options, so many opportunities. It's yeah. up to you. What do you mm-hmm. want to do with your life? Exactly. You know, yeah. and we have to expose those opportunities too, because yeah. a lot of people, at least like in the Latinx community, mm-hmm. they're either they're closed-minded mm-hmm. or they just they never knew. Yeah, yeah. You know? they just never knew. 
Yeah. Totally. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I. Well, yeah. I mean, look, first generation Latinos. I mean, I'm 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 not even born. I wasn't born here, so I guess I'm not even the first generation. That would be my daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But who was here to like really walk me through life in the U.S.? Who can I say my my family here has a business? Nobody. Mm-hmm. So whenever I had an issue with a business uh, problem, I, I couldn't call my dad. I couldn't call my tias. Mm. Why? Because they don't know anything about business. Yeah. You know, I had to figure it out on my own. Mm-hmm. So, in my wildest thoughts and dreams, I want I want one day to have a, a school, mm-hmm. you know, and help out those like first comers, those mm-hmm. Latinos, or like your parents or, or my parents, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that when they come here or like myself, like you come here, you don't know, you don't have a clue of the system. Yeah. I had to figure everything out. You know, from scratch. From scratch, like how yeah. to get a driver's license, how to enroll me into high school, how did like whoa, it was everything was like crazy, shocking, new. Yeah. So why not also like help out our people like that? Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it's I, tough. It's definitely. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. It, I think as a as a first generation myself, that those hearing those tor- stories and seeing the examples like my uncle, you know, um, my aunt, like and seeing how they've like built their businesses. Seeing how my dad was able to build a house in Guatemala and still have a house here. Like, yeah. being able to see those things That's where I'm like, respect right there. you know, I'm like, you have no college education. Yeah. But you are one of the most wisest men I've ever met. <laughs> like, exactly. like, my dad is, is my hero. Like, nice. seeing that, like, he is That's one awesome. of the biggest reasons why, like, it inspired me to go into coffee. You know, being mm. able to see the house he built and then because of the, how our government is, like, established and immigration and everything, like, he lost that in the blink of an eye. But even though he lost that in the blink of an eye, like he lost all his riches, all his like sacrifice for years mm-hmm. in a blink of an eye, he's still able to keep a smile on and be like, all right, we're still hustling. Like, yeah. You know? And That's it's like be- and being able to yeah. see that, it's like, I'm over here whining because like of me writing a paper. Like, as yeah. you know, he's over yeah. here like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like, yeah, yeah he might exactly. not, he might not be able to help me how to write a paper because yeah. he probably never wrote a paper on mm-hmm. like in in an academic level right but man he he knows his work he knows mm-hmm. his worth and he knows what he's doing and i think those are like the examples that will go very long yeah long from like okay. how it went from your mom from your dad to you and then yeah what you're you've been doing to your daughters right like that's gonna go yeah. that's your empire yeah that's you my know? Legacy. that's your legacy that's my legacy that's your exactly. legacy right there yeah yeah and totally. I, and it's and it's sad to see sometimes though in our latin roots where it's like no we're just submissive to the system yeah and that's the only way that's the only way we can make it happen but it's like being able to see this it's like you can break out of that we come from royalty, oh, yeah. break you know? the cycle yeah break those chains you yeah know? Exactly. exactly yeah those, yeah. those latin chains you know yeah. like mm-hmm. being so submissive that's very true yeah very, very true so it's like yeah just being able to remind yourself and your and the people behind you or beside you that are like following those footsteps. It's like, mm-hmm. you come from royalty, you know? Yeah. Like, we are, like, we come from empires of royalty, of gold, exactly. of, right. of just right. such beautifulness. Like, sure. coming to this country makes us see that, make they make us think like we're not anything. We're scrap, you yeah. know? But it's right. like, no. That's true. No, like, college degree or not, like, we're gonna I'm, make get, it. I'm getting yeah. things done. Exactly. You know, there was not one day that food was missing in our, at our table. Yeah. You know, my, my dad and mom made That's it happen. That's awesome. You know, yeah. so it's like having that inspiration is very, very, like, driven. Yeah. yeah, there's that understanding between, like, a lot of people in our community that 
all right, we know what to do and we know what we have to do in order to either survive mm-hmm. or to prosper. Yeah. You know, failure isn't an option. Yeah. Oh, never, yeah. Uh, never was, never will be. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I, I, it's, it's nice to see that that's still being implemented into the next generation and going yeah. forward, hopefully it should stay, maintain that way. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I definitely learn every single day from people that just make it from like nothing to like, you know, rags to riches. Yeah, yeah, it's I love that. I love seeing that because then it's like, Carla, you have nothing to whine about. You have like, yeah, I'm privileged. Yeah, like, yeah, OK, maybe my dad's not here. My family's separated everywhere. Like, yeah. I still have to work for every dollar I make and like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have an inheritance to like fall back on or whatever, you know, whatever it is, but I'm still privileged. Oh yeah. Like I could probably be living in like a, my car or something, for example, but I'm still privileged compared to what my parents had in Guatemala and in Salvador, you know, and yeah. in where I think, just, yeah, I'm sorry. I no, was, no, I, yeah. I, I was going to say. Just just by being here and being an American, mm-hmm. it's a privilege. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's such a it's such a gift mm-hmm. that a lot of Americans, especially the ones that are born here, mm-hmm. take it for for granted. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Just here, like, I don't know if I would be this successful if I would have mm-hmm. never came to the states. Yeah. You know, because this country here gives you the opportunities to do anything you want. Yeah. And even though some people say that the American dream is done, no, mm-hmm. the, the American dream keeps happening. Yeah. yeah. You just gotta work. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people are dreamers and, and they, they have ideas, but they forget one important thing, and that means work. Yeah. You have to work a lot and you have to work hard. Yeah. And you have to give up a lot of things in life. Yeah. You know, uh, if you want to get to your goals. And mm-hmm. that, that's what I had that's what I had to do. Yeah. And how many times my friends were going out to parties and stuff and I say, No, I gotta work the weekend. Yeah. Or how many times they call me on Sunday, Hey, what are you doing? I'm working. What? You're working on a Sunday? Why not? Yeah. Why not? You know, mm-hmm. where do you want to get to? Mm-hmm. You got to give up a lot yeah. to get to where you want to be, you yeah. know? So if you work your butt off in this country, you'll make it no matter what. Definitely. You'll okay. make it. Definitely. Whether you want to shoe shine, you want to have a low street, yeah. you want to be an engineer, mm-hmm. whatever you want to do. You'll mm-hmm. work hard and do it with the passion, you'll succeed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's not People about if, it's just when you will succeed. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. Just keep going. Keep yeah. going. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's why it's, right? It's the yeah. American dream. Like, yeah. Meaning... It's given to you as a dream, but now you have to do the work to accomplish exactly. that. Exactly. That's nice. And I think that's Holy like, shit. I know. Yeah. Like, wow. I sometimes say these cool things. Damn. Damn. Come out with jamming sometimes. <laughs> I don't even know what to say after that. <laughs> it's Shoot. Turn off my mic. Turn off. <laughs> turn off my mic. I'm out. Drop it. <laughs> Drop it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. No, for oh. real, though. It's, it's some good stuff. It's some good stuff. Um, nice. Cool. Well, do you have any other? No, I ran out of questions. Yeah. Have... Well, actually, wow. I have one question. It's not even coffee. Well, maybe it's coffee related. We'll find uh, out. Right? Yeah. Um, how did you and your wife meet? How did how did you guys develop this relationship between? My With my wife? Or your partner? or Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's crazy. So I, so I divorced three years ago. Okay. 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 And again, I'm going to, this is probably going to help a lot of people out there. I hope it does. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The, I believe my, I'm a 100% strong believer in the power of attraction. Okay. 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 So, two years ago, mm-hmm. I decided to go to Argentina okay. and, and spend time with my family in Cordoba. Mm-hmm. Right? And I, 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 I was, you know, going between my last relationship and, uh, you know, I was having fun and living the wild life, if you will, for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know? 
And um, on my last day, uh, on, on the last day before I, 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 I had to, you know, take the plane and head back to the States, I was in a bus. I had just dropped off my cousin and I was going back to my tia's house in, mm -hmm. in Cordoba. And I said, I want my wife to be like this and like this and like that. Like mm -hmm. I started picturing this wonderful person, this wonderful woman in my mind, mm -hmm. right? And then I found a picture of this girl that uh, of this guy and a girl and the guy was surrounded by by surrounded by many like chickens in a farm okay right and this girl had like a like a levi's little uh, uh sweater looking thing on mm -hmm. so i just started picturing myself with that person with that person and that person mm -hmm. and uh believe it or not a month later i i joined this thing called bni okay. and stands for business network international so it's where you go and you, you, you talk about business and you refer to other business. It's actually in Long Beach. It's called, um, it's called, the chapter is called um, Abundance. Okay. That's what that one's called. Okay. So I, I joined. I an event for them. At the Grand. They do it at the Grand. They do it at the Grand? Every okay. Thursday morning at 7 o'clock in the morning. I think they had like a conference or something. Like Yeah, like they're huge. They're like yeah. a $2.4 million chapter. Wow. They bring a lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah, I think they were like in Terranea or something. They were having some kind of dinner. Oh, really? Yeah. Up in PV? Maybe there. Yeah. I don't know. It's because mm. I do like events. Or that's, that's cool. Like, that was my day job. Nice. But like, you know, obviously right now there's not, none of that going on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that sounds really familiar. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I met her there. Oh, like cool. my perfect, my exactly how I pictured that uh -huh. person. Mm -hmm. That was Lindsay. That was her. Wow. She's, uh, she's uh, Italian, rooted, very rooted. Because uh, I wanted someone with culture, mm -hmm. someone that was like, like us, like Latinos, like we, you know, we build around food and, and, and cooking and the culture yeah. and like right. talking about, you know, doing th things as a family and everything, right? Yeah. So one day we were hanging out in my yard and I have chickens, Okay. right? Okay. So I'm hanging, I'm hang we're hanging out in the back and then like the flock of chickens just kind of come and like gather around Oh, me. cool. And then here's Lindsay with the Levi <laughs> the little <den> thing on <laughs> denim. <laughs> You know, on I was yeah. like, holy crap, this is crazy. <laughs> exactly how I pictured my perfect woman. There she was. And I said, okay, this is the girl for me. This is it. Yeah. And then, oh. you know, we we married last year. Um, awesome. It's been fantastic. Yeah. She's my, my partner in crime, you know? Yeah. We, yeah. Do, all, we do everything together. Yeah, she supports good. me a lot. Mm -hmm. I support her a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, I respect her. Um, she, she works hard. She helps me with the coffee business. That's cool. We're building, like, our empire. Yeah. together yeah and uh how did all that start because of a thought yeah. you know mm -hmm. you have to want it if you want you something that bad mm -hmm. then the universe starts to like conspire yeah. and it starts oh, to yeah. like bring in all that energy yeah and then next thing you know there they are yeah, yeah. there they yeah. are you know and that goes for anything anything, anything. it could be a relationship it could be health it business. could be a business yeah. it could be any just keep thinking positive and keep telling yourself you know that you want it and don't stop thinking about it, and yeah. it'll happen. Yeah. Don't yeah. think so much about the plan or the how or when. Mm -hmm. Just think about it like it's already there. Okay. Like the yeah. way I thought of this machine, I've been wanting a machine like this for, I'm not kidding, like 10 years. Mm -hmm. This specific brand, because it's so freaking yeah. expensive. Yeah. But it's what I wanted. Yeah. And now I come into this roastery, and I look at the roaster, sure. and I go like, gosh, I got to pinch <laughs> myself. I have to touch it sometimes. <laughs> Make sure it's real. Como un sueño. You know? Yeah. And it's a trip. Yeah. Yeah. But but you have to be a dreamer like that, and you have to want it really bad. Yeah. In God or the universe, like you said, whatever, whatever, you, whatever believe you believe in, in yeah. it'll give it to you. Yeah. yeah. You know? But think big. 
yeah. you're gonna think, don't think small. Think big. That's yeah. like my universal truth. Yeah. yeah. There's enough for everybody. Oh yeah. You know, there's yeah. enough for every. There's an abundance. The universe is so huge, so abundant. So don't mm-hmm. limit yourself with your oh, thoughts. Yeah. If you're going to think, might as well think big, you know? Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. That's awesome. Well, I'm yeah. glad I asked that question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. good question. Yeah, because I know you just had a daughter. Yeah, a newborn. And yeah. is, this is another trip, okay? <laughs> she was due on August 15th, and okay. that was my mom's birthday. Wow. We had her on, we had her on August 27th, okay. but nevertheless, that was trippy. Yeah. Like the doctor said, she's due on August 15th. That's crazy. So that's we named awesome. her Sofia Lorena, like my mother, Lorena. Oh, that's, that's cute. That's yeah. cute. Oh, that's really cool. man. Yeah. Well, congrats, yeah. congrats. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm um, happy. Uh, I'm tired as hell. Yeah, I was going to say, sleep. like, congrats oh, yeah. on losing your sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. It's rough, but, but it's like, I'm, I'm tired, but my, my, my heart is content. Your passion I'm is just so driving happy. you. It's giving yeah. you the energy. and. Yeah, kids That's are awesome. amazing. I want to have more kids. Oh yeah, good, yeah. good. Heck yeah. yeah, well, we're we're excited to see the abundance of everything. Coming, yeah, coming yeah. your way. And let's make it. Let's make it. Uh, let's do it together. You yeah, know? let's rise oh, together. Yeah. Yeah. let's have another interview. You know, yeah, three six months from now, and let's see where we're at. Definitely, you guys yeah. can come and say, "Oh, snaps!" Like, yeah. there's that happening now. There's this happening now. It's yeah. cool. You know, this growth. Exactly. And then like we a, become like an, full an, circle. A full circle oh, of energy yeah. revolving. Yeah, and yeah. it's makes yeah. us rise together and this is what i love about that you know i love like i mean my passion is definitely coffee but being able to sit down and be like pick at people's brains and it's like yeah. i love it because those are relationships that you know i've gone to danny for so many things they're like hey is any coffee shops hiring hey like i want to roast this like what do you recommend or hey mm-hmm. like you know those relationships from like the interview we had and then after it's like it's yeah. great. It's golden. It's I know. Golden. Like, you go for Danny for coffee. I go for Danny for boxing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see? See? It's like... Um, those, those are just great yeah. connections to have. Yeah. I think they're beautiful things to, yeah. to like, yeah. learn from. You the know? beautiful relationships. Because, yeah, mm. like you were saying, you know, you didn't have um, your parents to tell you, like, this is how you learn the business. Right. This is how you go to, to school. This is how you live in America. It's right. Like, you learn those things one on your own but then also like by the community that you've surrounded yourself absolutely you know yeah. i think community is such we were actually just Huge. talking about that yesterday community yeah. is like such a big a big thing yeah you know but. totally well those are all my questions awesome. i'm sure i'll think of some more later yeah. <laughs> like i always do but this is a great conversation yeah awesome. a lot of fun yeah yeah so. yeah thank you guys for making the time to come and you know, meet me here and for sure, have for fun sure. and see what I have going. Definitely. This definitely. is awesome. Thank yeah, you guys for showing us your place. This Seriously. Awesome. Yeah. Seriously. Do you roast every other day or once As a I week? I get orders. Or, yeah. yeah. get orders. So we went online. We went, oh yeah. So anybody that wants to support us, they can go to laliacoffee.com mm-hmm. and they can, you know, order coffee there. Okay. So the way we do it typically is we get orders and then we roast. Okay. So roast as you go. They yeah. get their coffee as fresh as possible. Yeah, good, it's like good. super fresh roasted coffee. Mm-hmm. So we have a, I think like ten pounds to fulfill today. Okay. So uh, okay. I'm gonna do a few of the little modifications here that I, I still have going, mm-hmm. and then I'll probably crank her up later on. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And then roast some coffee. Yeah. It's amazing when you roast like the fragrance and the oh aromatics. Oh yeah. <laughs> this whole place is yeah. filled with like love. It's you like know? you don't even have to drink coffee. Heck no. You just, just like... smell it. It takes you away. <laughs> it, just, it just puts you somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. It yeah. puts you at another level. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Well, um, if you ever need anything, you know, we're here and we're yeah. we're here to always like help out in whatever you need or or just do another interview, you know, whatever it is. So absolutely. Yeah, we're oh, yeah. here for you and I know vice versa. So Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Same cool. here. Well, Bob Lynn. Yeah.